Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we have another cool um, listener email that we're going to talk about today because it is a topic that I think a lot of you will relate to, right? Yes. Yeah. We're talking about discrimination and harassment. Harassment. Yeah. Well, because this is all going to go hand in hand, right? We're going to talk about everything from like workplace discrimination to like, you know, public harassment. It's all, you know, going to go. It's all, you know, it's something that we can all kind of all ties together. Yeah. And so I got it. We will tie it together if it does not tie together. We'll make it come together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, I got an email from Casey, and she I actually haven't even answered her yet. Um, but I, I saw her email, and I was like, well, we need to just get this in here right away because this is something that everyone can relate to. Mm-hmm. So she writes... Um, I recently resigned from my full-time position at a make- as a makeup artist at Ulta Beauty, and I'll tell you why. I've been at Ulta a little over a year and moved my way up from cashier to makeup artist during that time. I actually accepted my full-time position at nine months pregnant, about a week before I took maternity leave. I took six weeks of unpaid leave and was totally fine with that. I didn't feel like I had been with the company long enough to demand much more. A few weeks before returning to work, I had emailed correspondence with my boss about how I would need to pump when I returned to work. She responded quickly and told me that I could use the esthetician's room to do my pumping. At the time, we didn't have an esthetician employed, so that room would be vacant. I had a locking door, a sink, a comfy chair. I was pretty happy. About a week after returning to work, an esthetician was hired. Oh, God. So she was doing facials and waxing in the room I was supposed to pump in Um, on no particular schedule, so that made things difficult. When I asked my boss what I was supposed to do about pumping if the esthetician has a client, she responded with, quote, I don't know what to tell you. Can you use the men's bathroom? End quote. What? To which I responded that I would rather not use a restroom at all and that Mississippi state law states that I have to be provided with a space that isn't the restroom to express my child's milk. Little in the men's restroom? I know, right. And I'm glad she knows her rights because right. she threw that out too, which is good. After deliberation with the other managers, she came back and told me I could use the manager's office when the esthetician's room was occupied. This was not optimal because it has a window and no sink, but whatever. At least I have somewhere to sit and pump, right? Time and time again, over a six-month span, I was told to wait to pump. Oh, and let me just mention that I only asked to pump two times during my eight-hour shift. After letting it be known that I needed to pump, I frequently had to wait over an hour to do so. On three separate occasions, the esthetician's room was full. A manager declined me the use of the office, even after knowing I needed to pump. And I had to choose between the restroom or not pumping at all. Risky my supply, mastitis, etc. You get the drill. Mm. On the third occasion that I was forced to use the restroom to pump my baby's milk, I waited out the rest of my shift, went home crying to my very wonderful and supportive husband, and drafted a resignation letter that I sent to my general manager, the district manager, and Ulta's HR. I haven't stepped fo- foot back into that store. 
What's awful is that I loved my job and I loved working I, and I worked hard to get it. But what option do you really have when your bosses don't support you? I feel as if I made it known that there was an issue and even educated my superiors on the laws that protected my rights. It's been 30 days since my resignation letter and I have yet to hear from anyone at Alta about my <gasps> issues Oh my gosh. beyond an automatically generated email from the HR department. I'm lucky that my husband is so supportive of my resignation is able to support our household without me working. Um, I would love to hear you guys tell my story. Thanks for being badasses and empowering me <laughs> every time I listen. Um, so yeah. How many people out there can relate to this story? I have a feeling it's a lot. It makes me so angry. It makes yeah, me so and- angry. Absolutely. And and, 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 and and I'm glad that she points out the fact that she has the option of resigning because her husband can support the household without her working. And that is not something that everybody can say. No. And so people are stuck, you know, whether you're able to resign or not, nobody should be in this position. But they're, you know, as she said, there's some women who can't resign. And she knows the laws. She stated the laws to her bosses and they still refused to support her and provide her with what they are legally required to provide her with. Uh, so one of the other, <sighs> one of the things that really makes me mad about this, like take away the breastfeeding piece of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. or the pumping piece of it. But if you just have, if you're a boss and you have an employee who says, I have a personal emergency, I need to step away for 10 minutes. Do they really say no to you? Like, right. If aren't you supposed to get a break on an eight hour shift? Isn't that yeah, like you're legal? getting a break anyway? Right. Yeah. So you're getting what is a break. The problem? So. Like I that blows my mind that we have to fight for our right to step away and pump at work when you are going. I mean, you're like you're going to work. You're doing your job. You need a break to pump, which is what you're supposed to have anyway. You're not asking for. She's not. She was yeah, asking to pump I, two times, twice in an eight-hour shift. Yeah, and 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 she's got those breaks anyways. I mean, if she's right. stepping away to take her break to eat a sandwich, nobody says anything. Right. What does they care what she's doing on her break? And then she needs a place to be. And these people can't, you know, just give one second. It's like a little bit out of the ordinary. A little bit, you know, you know, it's a unique situation. It's not really a unique situation, but maybe there's nobody else there who's got a baby, and so they've never had the situation before, and so it's like a tiny bit out of their norm. And they can't just figure out how to do it. And instead, they're extremely disrespectful. And, you know, like, you know, making and uh, there's laws about breaks, too. Like Mm -hmm. you don't get you don't get to make somebody work like an eight hour shift and then they get two breaks at the end. It doesn't work like that. No. And it really like how can you feel like somebody in her position where she had to deal with this, how can you not take that personally if they were really trying to sabotage your breastfeeding relationship? That for yeah. some reason they had some issue with her pumping that they needed to sabotage that. Like, how can you not, how does that not run through your head? You know, yeah, right. It's just unbelievable to me that this is still happening and you hear it all the time and it's still happening. And like I mentioned before, like we talked about this quickly before we came on today that, you know, this is a female, I would think a female oriented job 
where there's a lot of other women that she's working a with. A female dominated yeah. workplace. Yeah. There's going to be a lot. There's probably mostly women. women who work at Ulta. Not to stereotype or anything. It's just probably a fact. Right. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just how it is. But in a situation like that, like that should not be, that shouldn't have been her biggest concern was going back to work. Am I going to be worried about pumping yeah this should not yes this should not you have enough to worry about with your baby working and pumping should not be a concern of yours because let's take it from the top there is a federal law that supports that states that a workplace must provide break time and a space for you to pump this is just this is federal law right so we can go people you don't 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 go you know well what's the law in alabama what's the law in washington it doesn't matter it's a federal law Everybody needs to follow this. Everybody in this country needs to follow the law that provide that that says that you need to be provided a space and time to pump your breast milk. Period. End of story. Now, if she really and, the only thing that really frustrating about these regulations and these laws is that nobody's being held accountable. That's the thing. Is it the same thing? There's a lot of things that are on the books, you know, they're on the law books in this country and they're still and they're not followed. This isn't the only this isn't the only law that's not followed. Right. You know, this is, you know, but but, it, you know, it, it needs to be in the, in the, the problem that the, the. You know, what I always think whenever I whenever I hear these stories, I always think like, OK, what can she do? What's the next step? How can she fight? How can she fight back? And, you know, it turns out that, you know, the way, I mean, she could hire a lawyer. Mm-hmm. There should be like a she civil liberties union She could bring him to court. Yeah. Yeah. She can. You know, it's expensive. You're going to have to pay for a lawyer. You're going to have to pay, you know, you're going to have to do all this. That's like not an option for so many people. And a lot of you times, know, you know, I mean, she she kind of went above and beyond and said, I'm just going to leave this position because she was able to do that. She was able to. Yeah. But a lot of women just stop breastfeeding. Yes, that is the thing that. Yes, that's the more common thing is mm-hmm. just, well, I just can't pump at work. They won't let me pump at work. People don't know their rights. Right. They think, you know, there's a lot of people think. um, um you know, based on whatever, even their job, well, my job, you know, I'm this in my job and I can't, you know, I just can't pump. They don't let me pump. And I, and I get it. I know that there's things that people do. I mean, I, I would talk to a woman who was a, an EMT and rode on an ambulance. Now that was tricky. Mm-hmm. You know, that's tricky. Cause yeah, they get breaks. They get to do this. But if you're in the middle of an emergency, you can't walk away from like a gunshot victim in the middle of the street and be like, I have time to pump. <laughs> You know, you can't do that. She knows she can't, you know, she's not going to do that. Right. Right. So, you know, there are jobs where it is, where, where that it becomes a little trickier, but this is not this woman's situation. This is a straightforward, she has a job. And are you telling me that they are busy in there 24 seven, that she can't get away? Yeah, is she, is she like right. every five seconds? Well, no, and busy? it doesn't. Yeah, right. She gets her breaks, and right. she she should have her breaks. It's just unbelievable. I mean, sometimes you know, workplaces. Are, oh, well, we can't do without you, or well, you know, we don't have anybody to cover. I hear that a lot with like teachers and hospital workers and stuff. We don't have anybody to cover your patients and blah blah blah. But like, this is not that kind of situation. 
none it, really there should be no excuses made and honestly i really feel like if you are going back to your job you have a baby and you choose to go back to your job they should be glad you came back you know like you're already trained you're already an asset to them it is a a positive thing that you are coming back they should really this should not be hard Right. I know. I don't understand why people wouldn't be bending over backwards trying to make things comfortable. I didn't return to work at when I got pregnant. I was planning to. I was talking to my boss. And they were, you know, I mean, she was, you know, my boss was like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll just we're going to we'll clean out the refrigerator. Nice for you. We'll get it all. You know, we'll scrub it, make sure it's nice and clean. You know, I had my own office. I was a therapist. So I had my own office. There was none of that. You know, I didn't have to figure out where to go. Mm -hmm. Um. But they were like, you know, I would say, you know, they weren't bending over backwards. They were just, get, you know, they're being nice. Right. They're just like, hey, here's your, the, of course, you have a right to pump. And, you know, we don't have to clean the refrigerator for you, but we're going to go ahead and do that. So you've got a nice place to put your milk. Like, it's not that hard. Why would you not do that? I know. Why can't people just not be dicks? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Why? I, I don't understand why you can't just not be a dick. I don't, I can't take it. Can I say that? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, this is like, you know, first of all, it's the law and just treat your employees nicely. Like we don't have to, do, do we really need a law now that says like you just be nice, be nice to your employees? Cause by the way, there are laws that mm. are, you know, there are workplace laws on how, on how people can, people can and can't be treated. Right. Cause that's what we get down to. That's what we as, you know, we should be embarrassed that we actually have to have laws like not to harass people and not to discriminate people. Exactly. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And now this woman is like, she's got, uh, she's got a brand new baby on top of it, she's coming to work, paying for daycare, trying to figure out, you know, trying to get through her day. And she's got to worry about pumping for 20 freaking minutes. And how, where she's going to do that. Like, that was yeah. her biggest stress. Where am I going to be able to go? Where, where can I go? And by the way, that federal law says it has to be a private place. Yes. Can't be an office with a window. Mm -hmm. Or a bathroom. Right. It says, doesn't it say something about not being yeah, a bathroom? Not being a, especially a men's room. Please. <laughs> what is that? Why did they say men's room? My only thought is that because <laughs> it's, it's all women that work there, maybe. Oh yeah, because it would be private. There's no one. There's no one if using there's that no room. Men, yeah. Oh my god. That's the only thing I could think. That of. makes that it was... even worse. I mean, in it, a way, it's just insulting. But yeah, balance oh, your pump on the urinal. That'd be yeah, great. Right. That's really cool. It's. <laughs> it is just like. I don't know. I feel like we've taken so many steps backwards. I know. And or, yeah, yeah. I, I, and you can only imagine the stress that she's feeling, the absolute total anxiety that she's feeling about every single day, you know, having to pump and where she's going to do it and who's going to say what to her. And now, now she's got this bad vibes with people at work. I mean, it's just awful. And if you're if you are working, if you are doing your job and you're trying to do a good job, obviously, and you are feeling full and uncomfortable and, you know, like that's all that's going to be consuming your mind. And yeah. there's no How way you're going to focus on anything. No. Else. And she's doing people's makeup like. Oh you can't be all stressed out doing someone's makeup. Oh my you gosh. have to hold your hand too still for that. I know. 
<laughs> you can't be all like, ah, ah, trying to put someone's eyeliner on, you know, poke them in the eye. I know. <laughs> See, and they, I mean, it's just, uh, so. What Nobody I, should have to live like that anyway. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have to wonder every day that you go to work, are you going to be able to pump today? Ugh. It shouldn't be a concern for anybody. Nope. Um, what I always try to suggest, because it is, I mean, you know, on the other end of it, it is really, it can be really hard for some people, especially if you don't have that. You don't feel like you're comfortable in your job. You don't feel like you have a good relationship with your employer. Um, whatever the situation might be, you feel co- uncomfortable saying, look, at, you know, I, I, I have to pump or whatever. But they really may not know what they need to do for you. That's very likely. And she told yeah, them right. the law. You know, she said, OK, this is, you know, the law says blah, blah, blah. But I think maybe even going one step further and saying to your employer, maybe this is what I need. Yeah, be be prepared. If mm-hmm. you're pregnant or, you know, you're whatever, be prepared to d- to research the law and bring this law to your HR cuz you are going to have to educate them. It's very likely that this is the first time that they've ever experienced this. Mm-hmm. You know, just be prepared to do that. And that's, you know, that's fine. Whatever. You know, it's you got to know your rights. It's a good thing to look it up and and share it with them. That that's that's, you know, be prepared to do that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being able to have your rights. I mean, you know, she gave that company, obviously she was a very good employee because she got promoted very quickly. Mm-hmm. Obviously she did really well for them or they would not have put her in that place. And they rewarded her by making sure she struggled the first month she was back. Like that's inexcusable. You give your time right. and you spend more time at work than you do anywhere else. Yeah. Away from your baby. You know, trying to trying to support your family. And it should be that the welcoming back from your maternity leave, which is too short anyway, by the way, but that's a different podcast. Yeah. Is um, you know, should be made as easy as possible because it is very difficult to do. It is very difficult to do. Yeah. So so this is the workplace discrimination that people are often experiencing among many, many, many other stories. And I also have, which I just remembered, I get, this is probably the most common thing I get emailed about, but I have a message on Instagram from someone um, who experienced a breastfeeding in public um, harassment situation. Ooh. And um, I can read that and talk about that if you want. Yeah. Okay, last night my brother-in-law graduated high school. His graduation was held at my college in Tennessee. My little, my little girl, four months old, was hungry, so out of respect for some teenage and young boys sitting around me, I nursed with a blanket over my girl, which she did not have to do, by the way. Right. Um, she doesn't like it too much, but I thought as long as she gets to eat. She got used to it and was totally comfortable. About three minutes into nursing, I get a tap on my shoulder. From someone working at the arena, they had gotten complaints and asked me to nurse somewhere in private. I was appalled. I was totally covered. Again, not that it matters. I asked where they suggested, and she said the bathroom stall. Ugh. I didn't want to make a scene in front of all these families and friends watching their loved ones graduating. So I got up kindly and nursed my daughter in a bathroom stall. (gasps) So gross, and there was no other private rooms available. Um, yeah, so this is also very common, very common, yeah, where you know people first of all, women think, well, I'm covered, and so therefore you know I'm being more respectful 
which is nonsense. You don't have to cover. You never have to cover. No. If you want to cover while you're nursing, that's fine. But it's up to you. It's not up to anybody else. And don't let anybody tell you there's like laws that you can breastfeed while covered here. There's nothing that says anything about being covered or not covered in the laws. Covering is your personal choice. Right. And I think she was it, being very like she's being very thoughtful to be like, she you know is. what? I'm around some teenagers. They might be a little uncomfortable, you know, young boys, whatever. Or maybe it's like teenage boys. Maybe she was uncomfortable. Maybe she right. was like, oh, you know, here's all these like pubescent like boys. Right. You know, I'm just going to cover my breasts. That's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. But and it's so like if somebody comes up, what would you say? Like, I, I'm trying to put myself in this position right now. I know. I probably well, would just get up, too, because. You can't argue. You're in the middle of a graduation ceremony. You're going to argue with somebody. Like I know. And you just feel so embarrassed. You're like, I'm going to make a scene and I'm going to be even more embarrassed. I'm so humiliated right now. And I think people don't understand what a deep, deep, deep violation this is of a woman. Right. This is so of a breastfeeder. However you identify, this is such a deep violation. And this is something you hurt this person. You hurt this person so deeply and you can never, ever, ever give back what is taken from them in that moment when you do this to her. It's absolutely harassment on a very deep level. People don't understand. They think, well, you know, no, I'm just going to tell her she needs to cover. I'm just going to tell her she needs to move. And don't ever, ever think that you ever need to move to a second location while you're breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. You do not ever need to do that. If you're being held hostage, and someone says, <laughs> someone holds a gun to you. You know, they say like, never go to a second location. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't, don't feel like you ever need to go to move. It doesn't matter where you are. Mm-mm. And there, we talk about these laws, you know, the laws in, in the States again, you know, that say, you know, that, a, that a, a breastfeeder has a right to breastfeed, whatever, wherever she is. Um, there are some laws you know, there's some states that all the laws are different. The states have different laws or worded different. It doesn't matter. People think, well, my state doesn't explicitly say, you know, I can breastfeed everywhere. It doesn't. It doesn't mean it's illegal. Right. People think. People think. Well, that automatically means then that it's illegal. That's not true. That is not true. It is not illegal to breastfeed anywhere. You are absolutely within your legal right to breastfeed anywhere. Mm-hmm. Your baby is hungry. And this is not, you are not doing anything wrong. This is a problem they have. This exactly. is not a problem you have. They are making their problem your problem at this point. You no, know, exactly. It's like coming up to somebody and going, I don't like your red shirt. I need you to either cover up your red shirt or I need you to go into another room where I can't see your red shirt anymore. There's absolutely no difference. Nobody has a right to say that to you. Nobody has a right to make you move. Nobody has a right to have anything to say to you about that. No, it's not anybody else's business what you're doing. You're not hurting anybody. No, and you're not exposing your breast. It's not indecent exposure. The laws actually do state this. Mm -hmm. Breastfeeding does not equal indecent exposure or any of this stuff. You know, you, you have an absolute right to breastfeed anywhere and everywhere. And if it is... Somebody says something to you that is on them. And yeah, I- and you just say, I'm comfortable right here. Thank you very much. And, and you know, you don't have a right to say this to me. You don't have a right to make me move. And I'm happy to call the police. I really, If you continue to talk to me, I will call the police. People that do this, and we hear this time and time again, people that do this, usually if you are like in a, at a, 
you know, at a store, at a, I've heard it happen in gyms, at, you know, farm markets, all kinds of different mm-hmm. places. It is the, the people that are having this issue do not under, do not know the law and they do not no. know that you are legally within your right. They are offended and they think that they can stop you from doing something offensive. And that's so wrong because, number one, you're not offending anybody. And if they're offended, that's their problem. But they do not know the law. So maybe you just need to say to them, too, I I am. Thank you very much. Sorry. But, you know, I'm comfortable right here. And the law tells me that this is where I can be. So I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But or. Do you have a manager that I can speak with? Like, that's the other thing. Because it's- yeah, Or go get your manager. You know, I'm not moving. I'm not covering. And I am not moving. And I am not leaving. Right. And if you have a problem with that, you can call your manager or you can call the police. It's up to you. But this... Or di- you can just leave me alone. <laughs> that would be the easiest thing for everyone if you just left me alone. I mean, this day and age when you could destroy the reputation of a business on social media. Yeah. Do it. Like- do it. Are you kidding me? That any, why would anybody? If a manager comes over, they're not gonna, they're not gonna follow through with that. You know, it it would be no. Very and a lot unlikely. of times, yeah. And there is, a, especially with the with the with like large businesses, like something like Target. You know, this mm-hmm. happens with Target. Um, the employee will say to somebody like, "You need to go in the dressing room," or "You can't do that." You need to cover. And then it gets blown up on social media. And then Target, you know, the 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 big wigs at Target will make a statement like Target totally supports breastfeeding mothers. It's absolutely not okay. You know, this person needs to be retrained and we're really sorry. You know, so so a lot sometimes they will try to make it better. Right. But I have seen small businesses, like there was a situation down south somewhere, I can't remember exactly where, where um a woman was breastfeeding in a restaurant. And she was told to leave and the she blew it up on social media and the restaurant owner was like, I'm suing you. Uh, for what? And did he press it for I don't for like you know, for lying. He said she was lying. Oh my god. And uh yeah, he did a whole thing and it was like, You idiot. You had a total opportunity right right now to connect with the community and say, I'm so sorry that happened. That employee will absolutely be retrained. You know, women and children and families are absolutely welcome here. You're welcome to breastfeed. You know, you Mm -hmm. have a PR opportunity. Right. You have an opportunity to take a stance and to support people. And people don't get it. It's, uh, it is, again, the sexualization of women's breasts in this country and, and that's what it comes society. down to, right? It really, yeah. it does. It comes down to they, they are embarrassed by it. And, you know, but again, we can put on on what primetime television underwear model shows. Right. And that's OK. Yeah. Nobody would have a problem if you were wearing a string bikini with like quarter sized, you know, nipple covers. Right. And a thong. And a thong. Yeah. That would be totally OK. That Nobody would, be would say fine. anything to you. Yeah, because you are you are worthy if you are selling a product with your sexuality. But if you're trying to feed your baby, that's absolutely offensive and you need to leave. So don't take that from anybody. But definitely know the law in your state because every state is different and every state has and different laws. And just print laws. it out. I, I, I print it out. I know. And put it in my in my wallet. And if anybody, nobody ever said it. Well, I've had people say things to me. Oh my God, really? I, yeah, I was. A, <laughs> I know. I was in Las Vegas. At a convention once, like as the badass breastfeeder, which was so hilarious. <laughs> and 
this guy was walking through this big, it was a kid's convention, whatever. And this security officer was like, oh, ma'am, you need to do that in the nursing room. And I was like, <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, um, no, I don't. Oh, my God. And just like walked away. Just because like, a place has a nursing a- room doesn't mean you have to go to that nursing room. Right, right. That's if you want to. <laughs> It's there if you want to, you know, just like the toilet. Right. You don't have to go. You don't have to use the bathroom at Target. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I always talk about Target because Target is my favorite place. But I'm like, you know, yeah, there's a bathroom at Target. They're not saying you have to go and pee in there. It's like if you need it, go ahead and use it. Right. But it's not, you know, necessary. No, no. No, and and it's like, oh my god, we've been talking for thirty minutes. I am so not even scratched the surface of this. <laughs> I feel like this is just is so exactly why, like, I I do this. I know it's because of the 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 harassment that women um, experience, women breastfeeders experience, um, and you know we are absolutely here to support you and whatever you're going through. And I've helped women with individual situations as much as I can. A lot of times, you know, it, it gets tricky you know it gets really tricky there's like things that you know i don't have the power to do um but you know i'm happy to like share your story if you post about an experience you know on on facebook share it with me and i'll and i'm happy to share it or i'm happy to you know diane and i are happy to you know um advise you if we if we can Mm -hmm. if you're going through something at work or something happened in public with a business or with a random on the street. Right. I've done that before. You know, I've done that before for people as well. And it's so, it's so important. I want, if, if this happens to you or if it has happened to you and you just said, Oh, you know, let me just, I don't want to say anything or I don't want to do anything. Please know that if you do say something or you do follow through with something or a complaint or a letter or something, you are helping with the process. You are helping yeah. normalize this. You and are that's helping all of the breastfeeders that come after you. Yes, and that is what we need. We need yeah. this. We need people that are going to be like, all right, this sucked and this happened to me and I'm going to make sure it does not happen to anybody else. And this is why a lot of like this this very thing that we're talking about, speaking up and, and going public, is is how a lot of like airlines and businesses got breastfeeding policies to begin with mm-hmm. because somebody spoke up about something that happened um the you know the business policy was not clear and they clarified it you know they would clarify it actually in writing you know that that you you know have a right you know to breastfeed wherever you are however you're comfortable and then employees are trained on that and this is how change makes change happens you know you you are the change right. don't just walk away and be like oh you know, whatever. I just don't want to cause any problems. No. And if you're, no, that's the other thing is if you're in a situation, you feel unsafe, you feel like your baby's getting stressed out. You feel like you just can't, it's okay. You know, don't, 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 you know, you don't have to get yourself into a situation where you feel like, you know, you're unsafe or like you just can't handle it. Right. Um, but if you, you know, if you're in a situation where you can stand up, please do it and we can help you. Yeah, we'll help. You. Let us know, even if it's just to give you support to do it. You know, yeah, I mean, right. That's, that's if it's just like this, you send us an email, tell us your story. We'll share it. We'll talk about it. I mean, we can, you know, share it with everyone else. Can hear what you went through, and you know that can help them if it ever happens to them. But definitely find out your laws, exactly what they are. Like Abby said, carry it with you if you want to. Just 
Don't we also ground. did a yeah we have a three-part series on nursing in public as well if mm-hmm. you want to check that out all about just getting confident um you know getting comfortable nursing in public yeah. so this is like the whole opposite of, it's not the opposite of nursing in public but it's like some people really have to work themselves up to be able to nurse in public and then mm-hmm. you have us sitting here talking about how people are harassing you when you i do know that, it's so. not fair i know but you yeah i mean you know there's no you know if you're a woman in this country you know all about being harassed mm-hmm. you know you know all about it it's been happening to you probably your entire life maybe you you know, I, it took me having kids and and realizing, you know, kind of that my body was how sexualized my body was to realize that I'd been basically harassed my entire life just yeah. from being just from being alive, right. you know. Yeah. Um, so it's not like, you know, you know, you're still, you, you know, parenthood's not going to set you free. You're still going to be living in this world. And it's just another layer, you know, of 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 another layer to deal with. Yeah. But we'll change the world. We will. We will. So, yeah, let us know if you need any help. Yeah, we'll absolutely do it because we love to. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So let us know. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.